This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. going on everybody welcome back to the reel down uh we took a little short break last week for icast uh still trying to recover from that and get back to reality here um but yeah jimmy's not gonna be with us tonight i guess some storms rolled through his area and knocked out the power in his county yeah so uh just gonna be me tonight with uh mr Tyler Cole from Iowa take, taking home the win from the Bassmaster Kayak Series in lacrosse a couple, about a week ago, I guess. Um, so we'll go ahead and bring him on and that, give him a chance to introduce himself. Tyler, how are you doing, man? Not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, working hard over there. <laughs> yeah, um, it's never ending. I hear that. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, how'd you get into kayak fishing and uh, like how, how long you've been doing that for? Oh, it's been, oh, it was about 2016. I had a, I bought a kayak just to fish the small rivers here in Eastern Iowa. And a buddy of mine messaged me and he's like, do you know anything about these online tournaments? And I'm like, 
no. I said, and I just kind of dipped into those and got my butt kicked a whole bunch. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we may as well try this live event stuff. And it's just, it's been an ongoing thing ever since then. So, yeah, those, uh, those online ones, you will hum you a little bit. Those guys sitting yeah. in those ponds pulling out. <laughs> eight nine pounders left and right <laughs> yeah yeah it's no. you wouldn't think iowa is a big fish factory but i'll tell you what it's it's 100 inches to win every month so i, I wouldn't doubt it uh i thought i want to say i saw a live event maybe earlier like a month or so ago that was out there that took like 99 and a half or something like that yeah. to win it yeah um, yeah there's some there's some really good fisheries in this in this region. So, well, that's good. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, for this event, did you get a practice or anything, or uh, did you approach that? Well, I'd up? actually got yeah. Well, I got married the weekend before, so it kind of oh, wow. kind of killed my <laughs> killed my practice. Yeah, congratulations, though. <laughs> but. Thank you, okay. thank you. But she's she's awesome, and she weekend, wanted. To, I guess. Yeah, she she said no honeymoon. You need to fish this event, and so we we actually went up and we practiced a little bit on Monday. And I checked some smallmouth that are normally they're pretty stable this time of year. You know they'll yeah they'll stay right in where they need to be. And but I noticed as the week went on, and I we went out on Monday, and I caught. Oh, 91, 92 inches of smallmouth in a little under an hour. And so I felt, yeah, yeah, I felt really good about it. I'm like, well, they're still there. Like, I'll just count on them. I won't have to take any time off work. I'll just buzz up there and that'll be my fish. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Well, that, that spot is notorious for blowing out on a north wind. It'll blow the mud Mm -hmm. right down into it. Yeah, and they disappear. So I'm watching the watching the weather and yeah, sure enough the wind turns to the north on Friday and it just it it blacked the area out. So I'm like Oh, that sucks. So I well, just I ran uh, before we get too far into your practice, I guess. Um can you give me a little bit of a breakdown of how that fishery sets up? Uh just for um, listeners that haven't it, been there or yeah, Myself, it's very, very diverse. There. I mean, there's, it's very diverse up there. You can fish main channel. You can fish there's secondary channels with current that, that run through. There's, there's backwaters. I mean, each pool is thirty five thousand acres. Wow. So I mean, when when you're dealing with this, like it was actually closer where I fished. It was closer for me to drive home than it was to drive to Lacrosse, which is halfway up the pools so but i mean grass tons and tons and tons of grass like it's a frog fishing heaven um tons of rock tons of wing dams i mean and it plays to everybody's style i mean all the time i mean there's you can always find something to fish and there's there's absolute it definitely plays to like a typical kayak fisherman's style i guess shallow water power fishing yep yeah and there's even spots i mean you can run out and you can drop shot in 18 to 20 foot of water i mean there's Mm. 
There's there's something for everybody. I know it can be frogging somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The frog bite's insane because you never know what you're gonna catch. You know whether you're gonna be on yeah. largemouth or pike or dogfish or. We even had it. There was a few couple years ago. There was a tournament. A guy caught a thirty inch walleye on a frog. God. <laughs> have you ever caught any smallmouth on a frog? I have. Yeah, they they love it up there. So. A lot of times, this time of year, you'll get the smallies will start to roam, and they'll actually end up in the backwater with the largemouth wow. along current breaks. And yeah, yeah it, they just they'll they'll engulf it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I mean, you can do that down here a little bit, but not the same. No, not not that type yeah. of fishery. Um. So yeah, that's pretty, so all are all how many schools were open for this? Fish. Three. Three. Three pool okay. seven, eight, nine. I got you. Yeah. And um, so it's I think it's so, I want to say it's about three hours from the top to the bottom. That's so a pretty like good amount of water. Start on the top of seven. Yeah. So do you have yeah, any, seems, uh, experience out there? Being, being yeah, so close it's, to there. it's my home water, basically. I mean, it's where I've always nice. kind of, I grew up fishing there. And then when I got into bass fishing, I really went up there just so I could work on different things. And, yeah, you know, once you, once you learn how to read the water and figure it out where those fish are, it, it makes it a pretty, pretty easy fishery. So. So. Going into it, did you already have in mind where you wanted to start fishing other than that smallmouth spot you checked? But uh, no, that was I was going to be my make or break. I'm like, I'm going to live or die on smallmouth again. And yeah. I, it's it's like I tell everybody if you come to the Mississippi River, never trust the brown fish because they'll they'll burn you every time. I hear that and, about like not yeah, just the just, Mississippi River, but uh, all kinds of other fisheries. <laughs> it's hard to rely on the yeah. smallmouth. Uh, yeah, and unless these, they're these fish like, are... a, like in your sight fishing for them, I guess. But... Yep. Yeah, these fish up there are real nomadic. Like they'll be there Monday through Thursday, but come Friday, Saturday, they just they pack up, and I don't. I still I haven't figured out where they go. Yeah, what are they doing? There's vacating. Yeah, going going to roam around. Yeah, I. It almost has to be what they're doing, but I just I can't. I haven't been able to put a finger on them yet. So yeah, we uh we just spend a day uh, live scoping out there and just follow them around and see what it, see what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, nice. live scopes. It's it's a lot of fun to live scope them up there. I can see that. Um, so yeah. you were saying you got a little bit of a chance to practice and then you went and checked your smallmouth spot and it wasn't happening. Uh, yeah. So what'd you do? After yeah. That? I went up, well, I went up Friday and I knew with that wind, it was, it's like a four and a half mile run down to my smallmouth spot. So like if you go down okay. there, you're pretty well committed for the day, but yeah. So I knew with that north wind it was going to blow out. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go check a couple community holes. I mean, there's some normally this time of year, from now till about mid September, it's it's usually one like all your boat tournaments are usually one on pool nine yeah. in 
that general area. So, but so I figured I'd go just check out check out one community hole. It's just a thirty foot hole in the middle of nowhere, and then there's a bunch of flats around it that have a lot of pads and mixed weeds and eelgrass nice. and everything in it. And I I ran up in there Friday morning, and my first fish was eighteen. The next one was eighteen and a half, and then the next next one is 19 and three quarter and i literally just checked three little spots and i just i turned around i left i'm like that's good enough for me for a backup plan (laughs) i mean those are solid fish for that fishery i mean for northern strange largemouth that's uh, those are really good fish yeah yeah normally if you're if you're on down here yeah, and that's if you're if you're at eighty eight to ninety two inches is your normal averages up there. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can hang eighty eight, eighty nine two days straight, you you pretty much got her in the bag. That's awesome. Uh, well, yeah. it sounds like you did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So going into day one, what how did you approach that? Well, I I showed up to the ramp and I knew there was going to be a couple other guys there because I'd chatted with them early. And there, the the one other guy fishes down that way quite a bit, but the other two mm-hmm. they were both out of towners, and they they stumbled on the right ramp. And yeah. the one guy's got and I run a I run an autopilot from Old okay. Town, so I'm only I'm only running about three and a half three and a half four mile an hour, and yeah. they're. Lance was there with his bona fide with the torpedo on it, and there's no keeping up with that thing. No, and I the eleven I didn't. Yeah, yeah, this thing does. I think he said he can get seven point one, seven point two out of it. I mean, it's it's crazy. He he could have called and ordered pizza before I got there, and I mean, we weren't (laughs) we weren't a fifteen minute run from the ramp. I mean, they're but, talking almost double the speed that you can that you're able. Yeah, to yeah. Uh, it's them. it's crazy watching him walk away. I mean, just how fast <laughs> that thing is. But I, I didn't I realize really thought about like how that could give you um, those type of fisheries where you're not really having to spot lock yeah. as much. You're just kind of spot hop, I guess, like run to spots. Yeah. Yep, and that was the big thing. So there was, it was basically a secondary channel that came down off the off the main channel into this deep hole. Well, then there's mm-hmm. there's a real heavy bend in the middle of it. Well, the two points really set up well with the way the current was coming into it and how yeah. it was kind of working through and the grass. And I wanted to fish the point that he was on because he mm-hmm. beat me there by. Uh, about a mile so i just went to the yeah yeah yeah. i mean there was no contest like it's one of those that you just you just take the beat and you just drive by (laughs) it's like i guess i'll go over here yeah yeah but i went across from him and on the other point the wind was blowing into it pretty good and we we still had a decent current flow on saturday and it was just, it was just slow and steady. I mean, you could, you could mm-hmm. burn a frog and they were coming up and getting it. It was just a matter of waiting for those fish to load back up in there. Cause I think what they do is they go up into those shallow flats to feed and then they roll back out into the deeper water mm-hmm. off the break to just kind of kick back and relax. 
Yeah. And it was just, it was slow and steady all day. I mean, we could, I probably caught, I don't know, 25, 30 fish, but that's pretty it, solid for yeah. a day of fishing. Like, I'll take that any day. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's actually a slow day up there. Huh. I mean, there's, you can have 50 and 60, 70 fish days up there pretty easy. Hmm. And so it was, you know, I was, I felt pretty good where I was sitting after day one. I mean, basically I just, I, I throw a booyah pad crasher all the time. Yeah. Like that's, that's my go-to. Kind of I'm throwing it on a, it's a team rain shadow. It's a revelation or RX 10 blank. It's a seven, four heavy. And then okay. I do the spiral wrap guides on it. Cause it just oh, kind of nice. wakes the blank up and then a big carbon fiber handle on it. That way I can really, really horse them yeah. out of there if I need to. And huh. I mean, it's been my, it's been my go-to rod since we went. Oh, since they came out and that was two years ago. Did you and build I that just, rod? Or, uh, I actually had, I, I have a builder that Al Angling from Hawkeye custom rods. He actually just retired this year so yeah i'm still gonna try to talk him into building my stuff but yeah uh i was gonna i was gonna say that i used to use all rain shadow blanks and uh i had a rod builder that built built rods for me uh then he also retired from rod building and yeah i had to figure something else out but i i loved those i used uh um eternity blanks um yep i I liked all that lineup yeah, that's I have, I have probably forty of them, fifty of them, probably close to. You got a pretty good stockpile. I, of them. yeah, yeah, I'm sitting good, even if he did quit building. But I yeah. mean, for a custom rod, like the biggest thing for me is like you can build it the way you want it, mm-hmm. you know. And so like, yeah, like the spiral wrap guides for me is huge, you know, because it it truly it wakes that blank up. And mm. you're not feeling that line slap all day. You're not getting the torque out of the reel. And yeah. you can really, I mean, you can really hammer on these fish. I've never tried spiral wraps before. I mean, I've heard stuff about them, but I've, um, I've never yeah, put it I'm, into action before. So long ago, well, it was clear back 2018, I went to Hobie World over in Sweden. And mm-hmm. Ty Hibbs was my roommate, and he actually fished with this Deuce Rods. It was a huh. it was a garage builder out of Louisiana, and they did the spiral wrap. And that yeah. was the first time I got to play with them, and I've been hooked ever since. Like they are, huh. they are insane. Do you have any issues them, like ever bending the guides or anything? Ever bending or anything like that? No, not really. As long as, you know, if you put them in a, in a rod sleeve, like they, yeah. you know, you'll be fine. Yeah. So, and I mean, they, it's just, it's, it's a little different, you know, cause like you'll yeah. hand, you'll hand the rod to somebody and you're like, Hey, check this out. And they grab it and they try to twist it like a two piece, you yeah. know, and it's, like, it's so like, funny. What's They're wrong like, with this thing? <laughs> Yeah, why did you do that? So. <laughs> yeah. uh, but quick story, I guess. Uh, I was at ICAST this week, and uh, I was looking at these Chinese rods. Uh, I won't say the company's name, but 
uh, I picked one up, and the guy was like giving me his spiel about these rods. And the first one I picked up, the guy, the first guide on it was right. Everyone after that was on the bottom side, all the way up. <laughs> like I was like, is this some kind of weird spiral wrap or something? And then I set it next to the like supposedly same rod, and all the guides on that one were right. And I was like. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe you put this on the show floor out here. Right. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, I got to try that out sometime. I mean, uh, I talked yeah. with the Batson uh, group about uh, all all their products and stuff when I was yeah. there. That's it. Eden, made me miss Eden was uh, down there. some of the stuff I used to be get built. Yeah, uh, that's I like like they show me more support than anybody i've ever had i mean that bill and bill and company out there they take they take real good care of me for the years and i hope it's still a long relationship well into the future because they have yeah. some of the best products out there hands down oh yeah so. I like the the alps receipts and stuff that they think uh, those are some of my favorite yeah i still yeah, miss any he keeps he he's pushing the bar every year to make things lighter and better and you know mm-hmm. more power in the rods and I mean it's you know like I said you can go in and buy you can go in and buy a shelf rod and you know oh this one feels okay or yeah. you can just have it built you know truly it's... reach out to these builders these guys will do it yeah that's that's where I, why I started doing it because I, I got to where I was super picky. And... Uh, yeah, wanted it built like exactly how I wanted. Uh, yep, and then I had to do like color schemes and stuff to match my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all mine. I just keep them all black. But Al, yeah. Al, after building for me, he built for me for five years, and I mean, he's he he knows exactly how I want it. So yeah. it's always easy that way. You got a you got a selection that he you just pick from like yeah, yeah build me that one again yep pretty much pretty much that's awesome so was it pretty much day one all frogs yeah um, did you ever have to change it up or do anything else or no no I have a real bad habit that once once I get that first frog bite I know I can get five bites and so I didn't I that's never put point. it down. Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a grinder, you know, and I've I've always yeah. looked at it as okay, the tournament's eight hours long. I need one bite an hour, and I'll end up yeah. with three goals, you know. Like I don't there I don't go. stress, I don't, and just literally fish it hour by hour, you know. Like in the morning, you can, what about that? You can uh, burn off last hour if you got like a couple, like two or three fish, and you're still trying to get that limit. That when you start stressing, I I tell everybody I don't start start stressing until it's like two fifty nine fifty eight, and then it's like yeah, "Yeah, I should probably do something different, like go home. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I literally when I when I fish tournaments, I break them down hour by hour. You know, like all right, if I'm if I'm up four bites in the first hour, then the rest of the day is easy. You know, then it's all about mindset. Yeah. 
and you know just starting the way the way you fish hour by hour you know you go out and you're burning a frog in the morning this isn't necessarily the way you're going to be fishing a frog by the time three o'clock comes you know so if you can literally break it down hour to hour you'll it'll it'll amaze you how much difference it makes so fishing a frog all day which sounds like yeah paradise to me Uh, (laughs) what kind of stuff are you throwing at like what are you targeting specific types of vegetation or like gaps or holes or edges yeah basically what i found is any any of the pads the lily pads in in two to three feet of water off this edge there's a bunch of eelgrass that comes up Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll see those pads will kind of grow off the side of the eelgrass. Well, the eelgrass gets so thick, the bass don't go in it. They sit on the edges of it. And that's where those pads were. So anytime there, I had any current flowing in there, I could target those direct pads. And wow. there was a fish in every one of them. Hmm. And you could just, you could run. I mean, this, this cuts probably, I don't know, quarter to three well, probably a half mile long. Yeah. You know, so you could literally just run down through and just target the pads the whole way through. And you'd pick up you'd pick up two to three fish every turn. And then yeah. I'd just turn around and I'd drive back to the top of it and just let the wind blow me back down through again and back and just forth. over and over and over day one. Yeah. Yeah. Day two we had to change to it like, up a little uh, bit. Did you ever have to change like your colors or your size of your frog? Or no, nope. I literally, I locked that. I locked that frog in, and I never. I don't change it. I don't retie. I'll throw hmm. it until the color is completely gone on it. <laughs> yeah. Do and, you do uh, modifications or anything to your frog, like add rattles or scent or anything like that? Not so much. I mean, every so often I will. Like when it gets, you know, that our, so our hot month is August up here. Yeah. And August, you got to get, you know, you got to show them yeah, something uh, a little different. It'll be coming right back up in August, right? Or is it September? Yeah. Awesome. I think it's, I think it's end of August. Let me double check. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here, I'll look at it up real quick. Yeah, August 19th and 20th. Wow. So, yeah, that should be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll definitely play into a really killer frog bite. But like mm-hmm. as as for basic mods, like I'll I'll boil them, you know. Yeah. Cuz 
you know, just soften them up or leave them, leave them on the dash of the truck for about a week. Yeah. And yeah, they're soft as they can be. But like day two, I put a big mod on it that, that I've been sharing. I probably shouldn't have shared it, but I did, but <laughs> yeah, we appreciate we'll get there any, any of the juicy yeah. that you're willing to give out. Yeah. I mean, heavy line, keep your heavy line. And so for me, I've always had the theory, like, I'm not a, I'm not a bomb cast frogger. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't make that 70, 80 yard cast and then hope I can hook it up at the end. It's yeah. like, it's like an old boy told me one time, he says, when you're working on a, when you're working on a workbench, he said, do you work close to you or do you work clear out here? Mm -hmm. And it yeah. just, it's, it's the same way with frogging. So I always keep, you know, 30, 40 30 40 foot casts i mean nothing gotcha. nothing crazy you know in a kayak we're 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 very stealthy compared to a boat yeah. you know but we also I don't, don't have i don't know leverage. what it is but i still like um those long like making those long casts and bombing yeah. them out um but oh yeah i also use a way a little different setup for that like i use a seven seven extra head yep uh rod that I can get lean into a little more, you know, yeah. Better on that super long cast. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't do that with my like seven heavy. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. Yeah. And sometimes I'm even barely like hooking them on that on those long casts. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have landed that fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's you know when you're when you're frog fishing for five bites, you know, well, literally you're looking for the five right bites. You just you basically just take your confidence setup, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever you're yeah. confident with. Cause I have a seven, six extra heavy that is just, it's a broomstick. I mean, you could, yeah. you could kill an alligator with it, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same deal. Like if I'm going to fish, like if I know I'm off a, if I'm off on a far weed line where I have to cast clear up to the hole along the shore, then that's the rod, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've went all the way down to a six, eight medium before for skipping under docks, stuff like that. And it just, it just gives you that little better control to mm -hmm. get it up where you need it, you know? So, yeah. I mean, there's no real right setup for, for frog fishing. It's just whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. I think it just depends on the situation and what you're yeah. fishing around and yeah. how everything yeah. sets up. Yeah, because but it sounds I, like what you had, your setup was just right for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it it worked out well. I broke. I I I I'm horrible at like I'll I get to that that one thirty to two thirty. You know where you're you're just tired. You're you're over the day. <laughs> you haven't had a bite and you haven't had a bite in a half hour, and you're just going through the motions. And that's yeah. I will slack line fish like it's my job yeah. and i i slack lined one about quarter after one that i broke it off oh, and no. yeah yeah i'm like all i could think about the whole drive home because i had an hour and 20 minute drive home i'm like that fish is gonna cost me this tournament like that's <laughs> yeah. that's it right there i just i just that left was, the whole thing the sit right there yeah you know and it's yeah. It is. It's just a matter of fishing clean, you know. 
So, so how were you feeling after day one? I mean, you finished um, fourth place with fourth, 88 yep. and a quarter inches, um, only an inch behind first place. Uh, first place yeah. had 89 and a quarter. Yeah, and I could watch pretty, him catch his 89. Tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we're – I, me and Lance were only, oh, 150, 150 yards apart. Wow. But then – Zach, Zach's a real good friend of mine too. And, you know, mm-hmm. I know, I know just about where he was at, but you know, I mean it like going into day two, I felt, I felt good, but I wasn't sure how many fish were left in there because there was three of us in that area. And then how badly another, did you think about yeah, like I, adding some kind of thruster or something to your, <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally went no fish finder. I went, I mean, super light on light, gear. Light as possible. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, and I know, like, I knew day two if I could catch if I could catch two or three good ones off that point. There was another little area of pads that, like, most people most people would shy away from. But I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where the big fish live. So, I mean, I come so out. Did you have confidence in going back to that spot, knowing that there was? quite a bit of pressure in that area i thought i thought i could grind out five and i mean with with the way that sets up with being such a deep hole and then moving up into the flats like i knew there was going to be yeah there's going to be fresh fish there there might not be as many yeah and you know but it was it was a grind for five was what it was you know it's just yeah you got to go in with that mindset that you're just gonna you know you're gonna beat them up till you get your five but the second I stepped on the ramp Sunday morning, that's when I started to really question my choices because I noticed they dropped the water and that it shut the current off. Oh no. Yeah. And so like (laughs) they do. That's a big deal uh, on some of those fisheries, like current driven for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was honestly, it's probably the only thing that saved me. I mean, hmm. realistically, that that I felt when I was running out that I actually had a little bit of an upper hand, you know, because it's that place is such a level fishery. There's no there's no honey holes, there's no secret yeah. spots, there's no sneaky areas, there's no nothing like you literally just go and you find the bigger fish. Yeah. But I fished it so much that I knew what those fish do when the water, you know, that water starts to fall. They, they slow way down. They don't, they start to pull out to the edges or they'll run into, you know, they'll run to deeper weeds instead of staying Mm -hmm. in that shallow stuff. And that, that other section of pads that I knew was there was sitting in about four to five feet of water. Gotcha. And I'm like, so, all right, if I can pick, the, if I can pick a couple off on this point, I'll be good. Yeah. So knowing that the current shut down and the water started to drop a little, you decided to go fish for those deeper pads. Like, was yeah, that I started. Spot or no, I actually started on my point where I was at yesterday at the on day one, and yeah. my first like probably my fifth cast i caught an 18 and i'm like okay all right they're still here like cool nice yeah and so i just i kept working through there i wasn't getting as many bites but i could pick up one fish every time i worked down through it 
And so I'm like, all right, just keep doing this. And it was always in a different area. So I'm like, all right. And it got, I don't know, it was probably nine o'clock when I had my limit. And a friend of mine, a friend of mine from back here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a small limit. I had like a 12 on there and a 13 on there. And I'm like, this isn't going to hold for nothing. Yeah. As close as that was. uh, Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even register this. There's almost two, like 1600 fish caught in this event. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to have 12 or in your bag at the end of the day. No. No, and like I said, if you if you lose a fish in this tournament, like a quality fish, like it it'll cost you fifteen spots, you know. Wow. And so, so I just I kept working through there, and then a buddy of mine, a childhood friend, like we've been friends, we fished together my whole life. Like mm-hmm. he's he's my boat buddy, I guess I call him. But he actually texts me, and he's like, "Dude, keep it going. Like you got this. Keep it going." Yeah. And I'm like, what I wouldn't give for a 17-inch fish right now. Yeah. And I pitched back up onto that onto that corner and bang, caught an 18 and a half. And wow. I, you manifested was, it. Yeah. And I was, you know, I'm I'm in my mind, I'm going, all right, I still got I still got five and a half hours to catch one more quality fish. Yeah. If I catch two, even better, you know. And so I'm like, screw it i'm going to the pads so mm-hmm. this these pads are super dense they're i mean there's just there's small holes in between the pads you know yeah. where or underneath those the are, leaves those are tough to it, fish. yeah they are they're it it definitely puts a different a different feel to it because like you can get wrapped up so quick and you can mm-hmm. you can fish so terrible in them that yeah. it can make or break you and, and so, like, there was a bunch of foliar frogs. You almost don't want to have those softer frogs and that stuff because it'll just, like, yeah. hang on every single one of them. Yeah. And that's – so what I do is I take my – well, we'll get there. But – Okay. So I, I had a lot of emerged pads, the ones that, you know, they stick a foot, foot and a half off the water. Yeah, yeah. So I could actually – I could actually take and flip underneath them. Okay. And so I changed my tactic completely and it's it's something that I've I've been doing it for a few years in the heavy stuff and it really seems to work and it draws the big bites. But what I'll do is I'll either I'll I'll take a sinker and I'll stuff it in the bottom or I yeah. take a nail weight and I stick it right in where the, the, the line tie mm-hmm. is. Okay. Yep. Just just stuff it in there. It doesn't matter if it's sticking out just as long as it's in there just enough to give it some weight to kind of kind of nose the front of that frog just a little bit. And then what I'll do is I'll flip to those little holes and I'll bring that thing. So it gets in the opening and then I'll just sit there and I'll shake it on the edge of the pad. I'll just hook it on the front of the pad and just sit there and shake, you know, just like a shaky head, (laughs) you know, I know on those, just on those temperamental fish and, when they finally get mad enough, like it's, it's a crazy, crazy bite. Huh. I mean, they, how long do you give it on the edge of that pad before you give up on that, that spot, I guess. If like that, the 19 and a quarter I caught, I bet I shook it. 
oh, I'm going to say 30 to 45 seconds. And I watched her. I literally (laughs) watched her. It was a little bit bigger hole that I flipped Mm -hmm. into. And I watched her rise up behind it. And I was sitting there and I'm like, all right, all right, you're a good fish. Just, just eat it. Just eat it. You know, sitting there looking at it. Yeah, she was. And then I stopped it for a second and I started wiggling it. She shot right up to the back of it and she just sat right there and she never moved. And I just sat there and I shook and shook and shook and shook. And so all of a sudden she just opened her mouth and just, and that was it. Sucked it in. Like, yeah, like. If I'd have been casting, I'd have never heard that bite. You yeah. know, if I wouldn't have seen it in front of me and yeah, we were able I was able to get her hooked and get her up out of it. Yeah, what was that like fighting her out of those dense pads like that? Yeah, it was that's where the true muscle of those rods works. Like yeah. you can you can just rip them and go. And I mean I like I'm yelling at her. I'm like, get in the net, get in the net, you know, and I'm just, I'm starting to get amped up and pretty excited. Cause I knew that was, I knew it was a bigger fish and I, I knew it was going to be a big help. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it did wonders at 19 and a quarter. And then, so what did that call out for you? Uh, I think it was a 13 and a half. Wow. That's a big call. Yeah. It was, so that was was that pretty late in the day or is that no that was that was about 11 o'clock wow. and then it was once i got settled back down i sat down finished my coffee called my wife <laughs> talked to her for a little bit she's oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I i carry coffee with me year round and but she she got me settled back down. She's like, get to work. She's like, you're leading. She's like, just she's like, still need one more. I'm like, all right. So it was literally three flips later and I caught a 17 and a quarter, a 17 and a half, literally like four pads over from that one. And then I think I only had three bites. uh, Yeah. Into a hole. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I'd literally, I'd stand up and I'd start on the left side and I'd look for any hole mm-hmm. and I'd just, I'd work that hole for a little bit and then work to the next one. Then to the next one, I just yeah. 360 all the way around my boat. And then if, say if I had a blow up over here, or, you know, something popped at it, I'd, I'd work that area a little longer. Otherwise I'd push myself forward 20 feet and just keep yeah. doing the same thing and just, mm-hmm. you know, just pick it apart. And I That's mean, awesome. it's. It's tedious, but I mean, it's, it definitely, it'll, it'll get you the right bites. Yeah. It sounds like it. I mean, those those are critical bites in that event where it's so so tight, like every quarter inch mattered. And that's, you know, and that's the same thing. Like when you're in pads that thick, like I could be the guy sitting at home watching somebody else on this podcast because it's that easy to lose them and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's, and one, one fish would, makes all the difference up there. So. Yeah, that, no doubt. I mean, so day two finished with 90 and a quarter inches, which is yeah. one inch better than Russ. Uh, shout out to Russ. He's one of the city team members. Uh, he's been on our show few times um 
But yeah, he's he finished with eight and a half quarters, so one seventeen inch fish, he was right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that nineteen and a quarter flops and, and my day's over, you know, because it's yeah. it's so hard up there to replace that fish, you know. Like you're not, not gonna catch multiple nineteens. Like it's just not the way the river works. Yeah, so it looked like mostly everybody in the top ten had at least one nineteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or or something close to that in their bag. Yeah. It sounds like that's what really got them up there. Yeah. Yep. That that eighteen, nineteen inch fish, yeah, those those are the ones you want to key in on when you're up there. You know, you're mm-hmm. like if, if you come from out of town, it's cool because you like especially the guys from down south, because these fish up here are beefy, they're girthy, you know. Like yeah. I've had multiple guys say, you know, these fifteen inch fish up here are like our eighteens yeah. back home. You know, so guys yeah, will roll into town uh, and they'll be on just they're, they're stout beyond just a, Yeah. Yep. And they're this time of year up there, they're feeding so much that they're just I mean, they're healthy, mm-hmm. you know, and they're but what these is, guys like, will roll seasonally, in and, what is it considered up there right now? Like early summer? Uh, or? Yeah, I'd say it's it's yeah first part of summer i mean we're not we're not into the dead heat yet but yeah i mean uh, most of our algae blooms are through and so like it's it's a it's a real summer pattern right now but then our our fall pattern starts october Hmm. you know so it's yeah it's not you know we don't we spend i don't know we spend four months under ice up here so yeah. Well, I mean, those fish are ready to eat when it's warm. They're, yeah, they, they only got so many months to get that done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure. And there's plenty for them to eat. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you finished a in first place. Uh, first place in on the day and first place overall. Uh, yeah. 178 and a half inches. Uh, that's about an inch and a half over Russ with 177. Uh, and they had Lance fishing close to, I guess, uh, with 175 yeah. um, and three quarter. Yep. Uh, so shout out to those guys for that those finishes. But Tyler, you're yeah, to get definitely shout. <laughs> yeah, it all you know, like they say when you. When you, as long as you can stay there and be there and give yourself the opportunity, that's, you know, you know when it's going to come together. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is yeah. like, you just, you just feel it, you know, and like this one, this one, I had no feeling like I had no idea that I had enough fish to win. I always, I told everybody, I'm like, I got enough fish to cash a check, but. I mean, it just—it was just a matter of the right bites came through, and we put it together. So, well, you made it happen, man. And in it, in a field, there's a lot of good neighbors, uh in this event. Um, like we had uh, Greg De Palma on our show while we were at ICAST, and he talked about the event a little bit. Uh, he made me super jealous about 
<laughs> uh, what was going down up there? Uh, yeah, but I mean, tons of experience. lots of good fish caught. Uh, yeah, I think I was looking at it earlier, like all the way down to let's see, fifty seventh place was one hundred and fifty inches. Yeah. Um, that's I'd use that as kind of my baseline, uh, seventy five <laughs> inches a day. But geez, like everybody had that. <laughs> I was I, I was joking with them before we left. I'm like, yep. I said I'm gonna go out there. I said first morning. I said I'm gonna put up a solid seventy one by seven o'clock. I said and then I'm gonna call up all day to seventy five. Well, you you made it happen. You found those a uh, little bit better quality fish, and that, that made, yeah. made the world a difference. Uh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. See, there was, yep. we said it earlier, but there was 1,629 fish caught. That's yeah. more than enough for everybody to have a 10 fish limit. Yeah. Yeah. And How that's, far down you and that's just what was. I think, I think down there to was like only... 90th place or something like that. Had yeah, five fish or on both days. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's it's a healthy, healthy fishery. I mean, there's there's enough fish for everybody. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, so how did it feel to get that win? Like, what what was that like at the awards? And that was standing up there. That with was my guys. second one. Yeah, that was my second one. So it's you know it was still kind of surreal. Like I didn't. You know, I watched Russ stand up when they announced second, when they started reading off the inches, and I'm just, yeah. it hit me. And, yeah. like, how, how nervous were you? My wife and, was close to you. Like, I, it, that guy can close I actually, I talked, <laughs> yeah, I talked to, I talked to Jeremiah Burrish on the way up to lacrosse, and he runs Explore Lacrosse up there. And, you know, he, okay. he's been a real good friend of mine. The first tournament up there, and he's like, I'd end up. I'm like, I didn't call. He's like, Well, you're an inch and a half ahead. And I'm like, Dude, it's Russ. Like, Russ can catch <laughs> yeah. a five pounder out of a five gallon bucket. You know, yeah. like, if there's anybody that's going to stick a 20 and take this away, it's going to be him. And <laughs> Jeremiah's like, Dude, an inch and a half is like 10 inches on a lake. He's like, Just calm down. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, if anybody else, like, I'm, yeah. all right, cool, whatever, yeah. But not him. Yeah, I mean, you're like, not I, wrong. He had that uh, 16 in his bag on day two and yeah. one 20-inch fish, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. And or that's, I mean, even either. one, a 19 would have done it. And, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and I, I have a ton of respect for Russ. I mean, he's he's done some amazing things in his career, you know, and he's still got way more to come yet, you know, oh, and sure. he's him, but I mean, the guy, he's he's a hammer everywhere he goes. You know, there's not just 
It's not just, oh, he does good on this style or this style. No, he's, he is so well-rounded, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's the same way with Lance. Like Lance is so well-rounded, you know, and then here I am. I'm like, well, I got a frog in my pocket. <laughs> but... <laughs> I glued that dang frog in my head. <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Man. Uh, yeah. Was... Do you got any uh, sponsors or anything you want to Thank for this, uh, or shout out yeah. to anybody. You, know, you said you just got married. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my I I gotta say thanks to my wife. Like she she pushes yeah. me harder than I push myself. You know, and it I it's a huge thanks to her and all the kids. Like they all showed up at awards, and that was a cool deal. Yeah, you know, awesome. and they 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 understand dad being gone all the time. And, you know, even my work, like my work lets me take all the time I need. I, you know, I can't thank them enough. You know, my, yeah, that's like, really cool. I, yeah, I, it, it takes, it takes a village. I mean, to really do this and travel and, you know, and hit all the events, but I mean, yeah. Bill and Bill Batson and at Batson Enterprises, you know, that whole team, they take care of me like I said al for building my rods uh eric johnston from mossy oak fishing like he he takes care of me every year uh bassett baits over in rockford illinois with tim hamilton over there like he's he's one of the best you know he builds builds all my jigs takes care of all my all my tackle everhart outdoors down in missouri they keep me loaded up with all the tackle i need you know and it's like it's just it's having support systems like that 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 you know make this make this stuff a lot easier. So yeah, for sure. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome to have that built around you and uh, have everybody yeah. on your side like that. Yeah, yeah. I I have zero complaints. It yeah. it's a good world. Well, now uh, you can take some of those winnings and go on a honeymoon or something. Give back right. To I told bit. her I'd take her out for supper. Uh, <laughs> Omni is going to end up with half of it, so. <laughs> yeah. have a few thousand frogs in there. <laughs> yeah. Bass, Bass Pro does three for ten, but I'm I'm hoping Booyah's listening, and they're just, this is the second one. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Booyah. Uh, that's Your right. Yeah, tag, tag them, tag them in the video. <laughs> right. we'll, I'll throw, I'll throw a link on there for them. There you go. The there you pressure. go. <laughs> well, Art, man, I appreciate you coming on with us. It's been, it's yeah. been awesome talking with you about this event. I'm super jealous. Yeah. I couldn't get up there. That. I mean, I had a blast going to ICAST, but yeah, this is one I wanted. To, I didn't want to miss. And, I was sad that I had. Yeah. And like I said, anytime, anytime you get up this way, give me a holler. Like I'll take you out. I'll show you some spots. Man, uh, I'd be, I'd be down for it. Uh, Heck yeah. I, mean, I want to try that trick. Um, flipping some pads with a frog like that. Uh, I've yeah. I really thought to yeah. do it like that. Yeah. And like I said, you know, with the water coming down, it, it slows them down. And so that's, you know, you could burn a, burn a frog all day and they're not yeah. going to touch it. 
But if you can, I usually get it's to like, where I start, like, uh, I'll start walking them, walk it really slow and just yep. give them like a kind of a gradual yep. gliding motion like that. Uh, yeah. And but, see, I'll, I'll literally, I'll, I'll, I'll walk them twice and then I'll just, I'll count to 10, walk hmm. it twice, count to 15, you know, cause them those bigger fish really like, they like that easy meal. I guess yeah. is what they call it, you know, but it's, look it's at like, it for a second. yeah, you know, so once they know in their, in their pea sized brain that they can literally go up and get it without expending yeah. the energy and miss, you know, they're, they commit to it and they just, they, it's a, it's a whole different bite. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. That sounds like a, a blast. Uh, yeah. Well, I have to get up there sometime. I wish I could Definitely. make it for this Hobie, but uh, I'll be having a kid in the next couple of weeks, so I don't know if that's wow. in the cards for me. Yeah, bring the family. There's plenty to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Is that there's some <laughs> cool stuff to do in the cross. Um, oh, not just yeah. the fishing there. It's a cool town. Yeah, it's it's an amazing town. So. Uh, well. Thank you for coming on with us. I uh, appreciate no you taking the time out of your busy day to come come hang out with us for a second. Uh, hey, if we're talking, if we're talking fishing, I'm there. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a part that makes this easy. You just sit and talk fishing the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I've got some Tourney X stuff to run through. Um, you're welcome to stick around if you want to. Probably gonna be a long one. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I better I better fold her up and head out of here. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So all right, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Right. Yep, we'll see it. All right, great talk with Tyler there. Um, super jealous that I didn't get to experience some of that frog fishing but it's on my bucket list it's definitely if they go back next year that's uh that's going to be on my top priority um but with that we got some results to run through from last week so yeah the 12th through the 17th um we'll start it off here with the foothills kayak anglers and upstate kayak anglers um from on july 15th mif Mill and Wiley event, Hickory, North Carolina, 70 anglers, pretty good show out, three fish limit. First place, Michael Barnes, 57 and a half inches. Second, Michael Duran with 53 and three quarter inches. And third, Nick Huddleston with 53 and a half. So pretty solid limits there. Um, then we had Ontario Kayak Bass Trail 2023 Lake. Simcoe, uh, Orilla, Ontario. I don't know if that's supposed to say Ontario, but uh, Canada. Uh, 112 anglers, five fish to limit. Uh, Antoine de Gagnon, um, 95 and a half inches. Second place, Darren McGuire, 90 and three quarter inches. Third place, Michael Blumhagen with 82 inches. <clears throat> then we had the New York 
kayak bass fishing 2023 silver lake warsaw new york 52 anglers five fish limit first place nathan yakuzo 93 three quarter inches second place joshua brewer with 89 inches and third place bailey i with 87 and three quarter inches who's that i can't how did he fish that uh that must have been that earlier half or made it happen still made it to the show uh then let's see after that we got Kalpa, the Shenango region, the classic two-day in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. Day one, Shenango River. Day two, Shenango Reservoir. Um, 29 anglers, five fish each day. Uh, first place, Nate Hall with 167 and a half. About 80, 84 and three quarter inches first day and 82 and three quarters second day. Second place, we had Joseph Tarr with 80 and a half inches and 81 inches second, second day and for a total of 161 and a half inches. Then we had Rick McIntyre with 136. Wow, that was a little bit of a drop off there. <laughs> Uh, about a 30 inch difference there to first place. Then, um, <clears throat> after that, we had uh, Tennessee Bass Nation Holston French Broad. Uh, that was one I was having I could fish too, but I was down in Florida chasing some inshore fish. But uh, looked like that was a pretty good one. Uh, we had 30 anglers for that five fish limit. First place was Josh Sharp with 93 inches. Uh, second place was Jordan Marshall with 92 and a quarter inches. And third place was Eric Thomason with 87 inches. So all, uh, mostly all local guys taking the win on that. So some hammer. Too. <laughs> uh, then we had the 2023 Mission for Mountain Mission in Tornado with Virginia. The charity tournament benefiting Mountain Inc. Uh, organized organization that helps families in need. They provide assistance with housing, utilities, food. So definitely check. Um, eligible waters for this event was the Kanawha River, Big Cold River, Little Cold River, portions of the Elk River, and portions of the Gali River. So you had 70 anglers. It's a solid turn. Uh, five fish limit. First place was Mark Edwards with 89 and a quarter inches. Second place, Mark Huffman with 87 inches. Third place, Aaron Hayes with 81 and a quarter inches. Then we had the Coleman Kayak Anglers Battle of the Forks, Mulberry Fork, and Locust Fork of the Black Warrior River. I've heard a lot of good stuff about the Black Warrior. Um, so we had 31 anglers. Four fish limit. This is why. Uh, four fish limit. Uh, Jacob Mott with 84 and a quarter inches. God. It's a 21 inch fish average or something like that. Uh, he caught a 23 inch large fish. I don't know. I didn't say exactly which one, but 
That's pretty solid. Then you had uh, in second, Jason Moore with 75 inches. So still a solid day. Actually, it's a tie for a second. Uh, Luther Turner with 75 inches. And then asked for that event with a 23 and a quarter inch fish. So some some solid fish caught on there. That's uh, that's that's why we've heard some good stuff about the Black Warriors. Uh, <clears throat> then we had the Peach State Kayak Anglers 2023 Upper Hooch Chest uh, River uh, in Dawsonville, Georgia. 27 anglers, five fish limit. Benjamin Bank, first place with 90 and three quarter inches. Second was Al Alger, 89 inches. Third place was Joseph with 83 and a quarter inches. Next up, we have the 2023 Ag Bass Lake Super Series event on Lake Wisconsin and Wisconsin River in Quebec, Wisconsin. 35 anglers, five fish limit. First place was Jordan Hopner with 94 and a half or 91 and a half inches. Second place was Nicholas Burns with 89 inches. Third place was Matt Sadler with 86 and a half. Some good stuff there. Uh, next we got the Heartland Kayak Anglers, Preston, Iowa, Roadrunner in Creston, Iowa. Eligible waters for this. Green Valley, 12-mile, 3-mile summit, or Afton City Reservoir, 42 anglers, 5-fish limit. First place was Marty Hughes. Here's what we were talking about earlier. Uh, about Iowa producing some good limits. Uh, first place is Marty Hughes with 97 and a quarter inches. Second place was Lucas Engen with 94 and 3 quarter inches. And third place was Chris Longshore with 94 and a quarter inches. Uh, so Iowa bumping them out. <laughs> cool bread, corn fed up there. Then we got uh, 2023 Indiana Kayak Anglers event. Uh, Duggar Eats in Duggar, Indiana, Eligible Lakes with duck, total, long bass, south bass, pump, and goose lakes. Who named those lakes? <laughs> Uh, 40 angler, five fish limit. First place was Brian Flat with 87 and a quarter inches. Second place was Larry Reyes with 83 and a quarter inches. Third place was Joshua Robbins with 83 and a half. Um, after that, we got the 2023 Oyak River Series Stop Three and uh, state side statewide in. As West region. Anglers may fish from any public stream or river in the region. Okay. So, Missouri, Kansas border, and Iowa 65 were the pictures for that. So, that's the western region of Missouri. We got 34 anglers, five fish limit. Uh, first place is Tyler Coakley. With 87 and a half inches. Second place with Robert Swearingen. Swearingen. I pictured that. Uh, 81 and a half inches. Third place with Brandon Prince with 80 and a half inches. 
Man, we still got a few to go through. Uh, after that, we got the 2023 Natural State Kayak Anglers and WA Roadrunner in Fayetteville, Arkansas. 35-mile radius from the Cracker Barrel in uh, Springdale. Any public launch, um, Prairie Grove, these are considered off-limits. Prairie Grove, City Lake, Swepco, and Bella Vista Pay Lake. Um, 55 anglers, 10 fish limit. Uh, first place with Dwayne Beatty with 170 and three-quarter inches. Second place with Cole Sykes with 170 and a half inches. Man, just a quarter-inch shy. Uh, then there's a drop-off after that. Third place with 155 inches. Uh, then we got the Minyak Elite Trail Stop 3 and Quirinus Spicer Roadrunner, uh, Painesville, Minnesota. For this, we got Lakes Quirinus, uh, Rice, Long, and Nest. 38 anglers, five fish limit. First place was Elvis Lee with 92 and a quarter inches. That's pretty solid. Minnesota's fishing good, it sounds it looks like. Uh Chimin Bang with ninety-one and three quarter inches. And then third place with Jake Kaiser with ninety and a half inches. Uh, after that we got Natural State Kayak Anglers, the Central Arkansas River Tournament in Maumel, Arkansas, Maumel Pond of the Arkansas River between Toad Suck Dam and the big damn bridge. What a what a series of names there. Uh, that's in Little Rock. So thirty-four anglers, five fish limit. Um, Cole Harkin taking home the win there with eight and a quarter inches. Second place was Johnny Maddox, eighty-four inches. Third place was Dan Byery with eighty and three quarter inches. After that, we got 2023 Bassmasters Sparrow Lake in Gravenhurst, Ontario, Canada. 45 anglers, five fish limit. First place, Michael Blumhagen. I feel like we said his name earlier. Uh, where was it? Yeah. On the Ontario Trail, he got third uh, with that 112 angler. So he won this at other event. So nice job there. Uh, with 88 and three quarter inches. Uh, second place there was Chris Tatusco with 85 and a quarter inches. And third place was Brandon Porter with 81 inches. After that, we got the Cincinnati Kayak 24-hour, 150-mile ride. It's great. Uh, July 15th at 3 p.m. through July 16th at 3 p.m. 150-mile radius, any public water, um, 51 inches, 5.50. We had first place with Chris Sizemore with 97 and a half inches. Smashed them. Uh, 
one by six and a half inches. Second place was Burt Guthouse with 91 inches. And third place with Ed. Uh, she mine. She mine. Sorry about that. Uh, 90 and three quarter inches. After that, we got California Slate Nation Kayak Series, Salt Spring Valley Reservoir Open Event, Farmington, California, 31 anglers, five fish event. Jared Herndon, uh, 82 and a half inches, taking home the win there. Second place was Nick Albright, 80 and three quarter inches. Then another one with a big drop off. Uh, third place was Jesus Reyes with 69 and a quarter inches. Um, yeah, that's a struggle there. Here's another one. Uh, Central Valley Kayak Fishing 2023 Lake Success West Coast Championship Qualifier in Porterville, California. 45 anglers, five fish limits. First place with John Lopez with 72 and a half inches. So right off the bat, that's a grinder. Uh, second place with Robert Yamamoto with 68 inches. He's related to that Yamamoto. Uh, then this is a big, this is the biggest drop off we got tonight. <clears throat> Third place, Steven Johnson with 47 and a half inches. So not a five fish limit. Um, only twenty seven fish caught in that out of forty five anglers. That's a grinder. Um, after that, we go Central Carolina pack fishing event. Riley Rumble, uh, five lakes like Riley, like Johnson, like Wheeler, like Crabtree, and Beaver Dam. Forty five anglers, five fish limit. Wow. Uh, first place was Will Lambert with 103 quarter inches. Freaking smack. Uh, and other solid day. Second place was Jeremy Way, 96 inches. In third place, Joshua Powell with 87 and a half inches. Uh, so those top two guys. Uh, we've had a lot of that tonight. A lot of drop offs. This one was super close, though. So we had. The Colorado Kayak Fishing Club Horse Tooth Bass Series um, in Fort Collins, Colorado. We had angle, five fish limit, first place, Sang John uh, with 81 and a half inches. Second place, James Strawbridge, 80 and a quarter inches. And third place, Nick Weather Rail. Weather Rail. With 80, so that's a little closer uh, all our other ones tonight. Uh, after that, we had the 2023 Minnesota Kayak Fishing Association Old Town Kayak Bass Tournament in Rush City, Minnesota. Uh, these are on Eastern Rush Lakes. 75 five fish limit. First place with Jim. Maua with 90 and three quarter inches. Second place was Roger Herr with 90 and a quarter inches. Third place, Chucky Bang with 85 and three 
quarter inch. And then for our last one here, the USA Bassin Jackson Kayak Trail Sam Rayburn in Jasper, Texas. Man, this is a tough, looks tough for Sam Rayburn. Uh, 26 anglers, five fish limit. First place was Joseph Cheatwood with 87 and a half inches. Second place was Jeff Isham with 79 and a quarter inches. Uh, third place is Gary Sharp with 78 and a half inches. It's tough going for our Texas lakes. <clears throat> but that'll do it for our rundown here. What did want to mention the no limit uh, native event? I cannot figure out how to see what the total uh, total inches was for this. Um, but that looks like it was fun. Uh, tons of fish caught there. We had 110 anglers on that with. 893 fish caught. Uh, Gilbert Wright with the win there. Second place was Adam Drevick. And third place was Dennis Geitman. And this was like an MLF style event. Um, let me see if I can get this to pull up somewhere. Anyways. It had to be over 110 inches, maybe 200. It's, there's tons. Of, it's going up to 10 fish. And it's about a ways to go on that uh, screen there. So, <clears throat> congratulations to them and everybody else we mentioned tonight. And uh, Tyler Cole, that was a great show talking frog fishing. God, I love, love me some frog fishing. <laughs> but uh, we'll likely be back next week. I'm not sure what we're going to cover. I may try to get someone get some coverage on this uh, native event, or uh, I'm sure we'll find something else. Uh, with that, good night to you guys. Well, good night to me. But uh, <laughs> we'll see you next time on The Real Day.